Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. This is episode number 95. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm the host of this podcast, the editor of Pod Bible Magazine and a podcast fan. You might have guessed that if you've listened to this podcast before. Anyway, we have three great guests for you today, two returning, one brand new. Uh, before we get to those, I should let you know that the last episode, number 94, we had Sean Keevney, the uh, X 6 Music uh, radio host, talking about his brand new show, The Lineup. We had Genevieve Gaunt from The Cupid Couch, and we had Danny Wallace and Phil Hilton from Manatomy. So that episode was out a couple of weeks ago now. And it's still, of course, available, as is our whole back catalogue featuring the likes of Off Menu, Drunk Women Solving Crime, uh, Distraction Pieces, You're Dead to Me, Nobody Panic, Say Your Mind, BBC Earth, Gossip Mongers, Wrestle Me, Birthday Girls House Party, Pappy's Flat Share, Say Why to Drugs, The Comedian's Comedian, Cinemile, The Rob Orton Daily Podcast, Monkey Tennis. Yeah, I've just gone through the whole list of uh, pods in front of me but yeah we've we've had a whole load of uh of wonderful guests and it's uh quite nice to remind myself occasionally of uh all the wonderful people i've got to speak to so this week who have we got lined up the first guest is making their debut uh, it's somebody i spoke to just last week so it's one of the fastest turnarounds we have usually we record quite a lot of these in advance so we've got a lot to choose from when it comes to the recommendations as well uh, this one was recorded just last week and it was with the wonderful sam clements who is the host of 90 minutes or less film fest Okay, Sam, could you tell us all about 90 Minutes, or you can give us the full the full title. Do you have a little working name for it? How did it come about? What's the story? What is your podcast and how did it become a thing? Uh, of course. Uh, I'm Sam. I present the 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest. Yes, it's the longest podcast name <laughs> for a podcast, which is about short films. Yeah. Uh, we, we often short it, shorten it to 90 Minute Film Fest, I guess what we have lost in trying to fit the title on a very small piece of thumbnail artwork we have gained by having a numeric uh, beginning to our yeah. podcast so we're always at the top of the pod directories uh, with the nine zero for 90 very clever <laughs> um, in terms of how the podcast came about i mean our podcast i love films i'm sure a lot of listeners uh, who are listening to this love movies as well but don't you just love a film that's under 90 minutes, a nice short feature film, so you can easily fit it in around your other commitments when you get home from work, maybe just put two films on that are under 90 minutes. Uh, I do all of those things, and I, I thought a lot of other people might like to do that as well. But I am sure a lot of listeners have also done the thing I do pretty much on a weekly basis, which is spend hours looking for a sh film that is short enough to watch. <laughs> so it got to this point where I was like, I mean, I could have watched Lawrence of Arabia, which is four hours long, pretty much every night, because I was spending that long looking for a, a nice short film to watch on an evening. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, there's a few lists online. If you go on Reddit or BuzzFeed, there's, you know, the top 10 films under 90 minutes. But once you've done those top 10, yeah. where do you go? <laughs> so I felt like I needed to make a podcast that celebrated the art of, uh, of, of under 90 minute filmmaking. And, and basically on every episode... 
because I don't know what to watch, uh, I invite a guest on to pick their favourite under 90 minute film. And slowly as we're going through the podcast that we've been making now for for three years or so, um, we've we've amassed over 75 episodes. So 75 under 90 minute film recommendations for me and and by proxy the listeners uh, to enjoy. And, and yeah, that's basically the 90 minutes or less film first. Okay. And when you invite a guest on who uh, selects their film, do you watch it beforehand or do you let them take take you through it and recommend it and go and watch it after if you like the sound of it? How does that work? So my day job is working for a, a cinema company, which is another reason why I'm obsessed with runtimes because I always, I'm always looking at how long films are and thinking, oh, we could fit more shows in if, if this film was a little bit shorter. Mm. <laughs> um, there, but I, I do, because of that, I, I always like to do my research. Uh, you know, I, I like to, to watch uh, whatever, wherever the guest may be from. If they're a musician, I'll listen to their music if they're a podcaster or listen to their podcast a lot of our guests are people i'm genuinely a fan of so it is sort of a bit of a dream come true when i get to talk to some of the people who we have on but i i do always like to uh to do my homework and, and try and ask some semi-intelligent questions uh to our guests and i i always insist on the guest re-watching the film as well they may know it really well or or they may have just been doing some very good googling uh, beforehand but i i think it's good if we both come to the film fresh so we can you know talk about things we've noticed on that particular viewing uh, especially and what about the format then do you, do you have sort of set bullet points or, or sort of questions that, that you'll tend to ask every single guest or does it depend on on the film I do. We have a few. I should probably have more because it would make planning the episodes a lot easier if I just stuck <laughs> to the same questions. But I, we, we have um, what we like to do on the podcast is we'll have a little introduction. So the, the listener gets to know our guest. If the guest has recently made something new or if, if they're coming from a creative project, we'll talk about that uh, for uh, for a little bit. And then and then I will go into some of my set questions, which are about their own personal you know, film viewing habits. Do they outside of you know doing my podcast when they're on netflix or or looking through tv listings or cinema showtimes are they looking at how long the films you know are does that inform their decision and it's really interesting i mean i i guess because i'm interested in runtimes and people's film going habits i find that quite interesting uh, you know it really is a mix of absolutely yes all the time to uh it depends you know if it's a sunday i've got more free time or or, or or whatever there and then um and then we talk about how they selected the film that they will be talking about for the majority of our show and then I guess every film is a little bit different. So the conversation goes in, in its own unique way when we get to the movie. But at the end of the film chat, because we are a film festival, a fictional film festival, but a film festival nonetheless, we like to ask people uh, how they'd like to screen their film to an audience. If, if they could hire a cinema, which cinema would it be? Uh, if they could choose the snacks available for the audience, what would they like to serve? Uh, if they could invite a special guest, who would they like to invite? And again, these are quite unique questions. Uh, mm. if, if it's someone who's maybe on the promotional trail for a new film or TV show, they won't be talking about their favourite cinema snack. And I find that stuff fascinating as well. Uh, there's, and, and some people go run with it or some people just want popcorn. And that's totally fine. Yeah, I'll just watch it in my local cine world and I'll just have the large popcorn. <laughs> Dream come true. The large salty popcorn <laughs> and a bottle of water. Amazing. I mean, I'm already thinking about what I would choose and which film I would choose and all that kind of thing. But um, so how has it changed your movie watching experiences? Because obviously you've said that you work in um, for a cinema company and obviously you're a big film fan anyway. And I'm sure you do watch films that are over 90 minutes. But the fact that most of the films that you watch or a lot of the films that you watch are 90 minutes or less 
you know, for example, the new Bond, a lot of people are saying it's very long. It's got a very long run time. Some people are saying it flies by, others aren't. Most people are. Do you <laughs> find yourself sitting in films like that going, bloody hell, this is this is a chore? I think I think what it does make has made me appreciate a film that doesn't feel its runtime, whether that is 67 minutes or like the new James Bond film, two hours and 45 minutes. If it doesn't feel that runtime, if you forget you're in a cinema for that length of time and you're not looking at your watch uh, yeah. or, or, you know, the, uh, the emergency exit lights or whatever that might be in the screen to distract you, then I think the film is doing a, a pretty good job. I personally really enjoyed the new James Bond film, which is blasphemy because my podcast is about under 90 minute films. And whilst yeah. I could never talk about the James Bond film on our show, I, I still appreciate it. You know, I, I love watching movies of all shapes and sizes, but I, I do not like it when they feel overlong. And maybe that was sort of the origin, uh, you know, little grain that, that became our podcast because it's, there's nothing, I, I love going to the cinema and I never want to be bored by going to the cinema. And I probably did feel bored in a couple of movies leading up to the creation of our, of our podcast. Mm. So yeah, I think if the film pulls off the magic trick of taking you on an emotional journey, in whatever time it needs to do it, and you come out of the film feeling like it only just started and leaves you wanting more, then then I'm all here for that. But uh, yeah, so I, I, rather than like just like, oh my God, I'm not watching that, that's two hours long. I think if, if I can enjoy those two hours and it doesn't feel it, it's a thumbs up from the 90 minutes or less on first. Good, cool. Yeah, there's a time and a place, isn't there? It might not be a uh, Tuesday evening after work, but it could be a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon kind of thing. So guess wise, could you, I know, you know, all, all your guests are your, are your children and they're all your favourites, but are there any in particular that, that stand out for you in terms of people that you were like really excited to have on or films that were suggested to you that you'd never heard about potentially or standout guests? It's always, um, yeah, like rolling the dice when you, you ask someone to come on because you never, I never know where they're going to go. All the, all of the film has to be is not something, it can't be anything that we've covered previously mm-hmm. uh, and, and it can't be over. 90 minutes long but other than that you can really fill your boots and people interpret that in so many different ways in, in terms of the films we've had on uh, we've had some of the sort of ones that are on the uh, the reddit and the buzzfeed lists like toy story stand by me they're all you know really famous films that are also happen to be under 90 minutes mm-hmm. uh, beautiful work but then some people do really, you know, like they'll pick a very personal film to them, which they may have watched when they were starting out, uh, you know, getting interested in cinema themselves as a teenager. And, and we've, we've had some quite obscure films, which have been quite hard to source. That's, that's always the worry if someone chooses a film which might not be available in this country, say, on, mm. on streaming or on DVD, so the listeners can't watch along with us. Um, I do try and that's the only thing where I'll sort of try and steer people away from if people suggest multiple titles i might go go for that one because everybody can watch that on netflix or that's on whatever itunes uh to, yeah. to see and, and the other one is only available on american import which is is asking quite a lot of the listener uh there but i've definitely discovered a lot of films uh, through doing through doing the podcast and revisited films from filmmakers, which I've maybe I know some of their more famous work, but I don't know some of their shorter, mm. uh, more obscure films. Often I've discovered filmmakers at the beginning of their careers might be making shorter films because they'll have a, a lower budget. Um, so that's where their short films lie. And then if you go to their work today, it's a lot longer. Like we had Scroobius Pip on 
a few weeks ago. His episode isn't out yet, but it, it will be soon. And he picked a Shane Meadows film, uh, Room for Romeo Brass, uh, which is under 90 minutes. And actually, a lot of Shane Meadows films are under 90 until a certain point. And then he is making longer films. He's enjoying a bigger budget. Uh, there. So that was that was nice. I hadn't seen that that film before. So so Pip's suggestion was uh, was a great one. You know, I, I was like, oh, as a, as a film nerd, I'm 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 brushing up on you know one of my favorite filmmakers through doing this. I can't believe you've come on Pod Bible and you've bigged up Pip. I mean, that's the last thing he needs or we need. You know, as a big part of Pod Bible, <laughs> he's the third sort of partner who, uh, you know, we all came up with Pod Bible together. He gets enough ego boosting. You should have said his episode was terrible. Can't believe it. <laughs> oh, I mean, he he was uh, he was a very gracious guest, and uh, yeah, I, I thought fan. I'd get extra points if I dropped Pip's name. <laughs> and also, we did record with him really recently, so he's very fresh, fresh in my yeah. brain. He's probably the last uh, the last he, recording we did. He knows his um, stuff as well, so uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. I'm only only joking. Um, um, so, any plans to get back in the studio, or are you finding it quite a bit easier to 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 record like this? I, I, it might be similar to yourself as, as a podcast maker. I was always like, you have to record in person because in person it's the best quality sound. We're going to be using better mics. We'll be in a nice soundproof room. Yeah, all that stuff. And and we did, you know, in the before times, we we would do a, a Zoom or a Skype. Hey, remember Skype? Yeah, uh, Skype recording. That was always my go-to uh, for for doing remote recordings before you know the Zoom craze happened. And uh, and and I always thought that would be second best. And you know, we'd just about make it work. Or I'd ask someone to record locally at their end, and and we would sort of do it. But it would always be such a big deal to do a remote recording. And now it's just like, hey, yeah, hop in front of your laptop, click this link, we'll start talking. Yeah. So the pandemic has made it easier for for podcasters doing remote recordings for sure but i love i love live recording or you know recording in person and and hopefully we will go back soon i think the first for the first year and a half i suppose before the pandemic started we we did pretty much every single one of our recordings in person um maybe with one or two zooms if they were an international guest and uh and and uh, we were talking before we like to in terms of how we plan our show, we'll, we'll get a, lo- a bunch of guests booked. We'll watch all their films. We'll have the interviews all lined up, so so we can just focus on sort of editing them down the line. You know, we're not sort of trying to wear too many hats with recording, writing, researching, uh, and editing. Yeah. So uh, as the pandemic started, we probably had two or three months of in-person recordings still in the can. Um, right. Whilst we were sort of trying to work out what to do, and and I remember it was quite a sad day, probably in like summer 2020 when we put out our final in-person recording mm. uh from that 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 session uh there but um but since then since that that one went up everything else has been recorded on zoom apart from we did a live show at the london podcast festival where we met mm-hmm. uh with robin Ince, and and that one we we put out super quick so it was timely uh to when we did our live show but that that live show rec- <laughs> it was a bit weird doing your first in-person recording in 18 months in front of a room full of people <laughs> i bet yeah nerve-wracking crazy <laughs> And it went well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was trying to... I love Robin Ince, who was our special guest for the episode. So I was just sort of trying to not just stare at Robin and, and, uh, and, and you know, be an audience member. I wanted to be a host. So I had to remember, like, no, you need to interfere. You need to ask Robin a question mm-hmm. um, because he is the sort of person who can quite happily probably talk on his own <laughs> for, a, for a long period of time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think track. once I remembered how to do my job and I got over, you know, being in front of a room full of people, uh, it was fun. I mean, the, the thing about doing 
doing a live recording, as as you know, is uh, you know the audience are part of the show too. So it was really great to have you know hear the audience laughter, um, hear people clapping, and I think we asked a few questions, so we we had people putting their hands up and all that sort of stuff. So it was it was nice to actually be in in that space. It felt like quite a friendly uh, group of people to be around, and and uh, and yeah, it was that was a, a fun experience. But I think I mean maybe as things open up and we can get back into a recording booth, we'd love to do some more in-person recordings cool all right well i think uh listeners will have got a very good idea of of the kind of show that you make and obviously you know it sounds like there's a great variety there it's not just uh all a-list stars talking about a-list movies you're going to get a, a mixture because i know that you have people who you know work within the industry as well as who appear you know who, who might be actors or performers or whatever uh, as well as experts so there's a wide range there but as you said i was looking on the website the other day scrolling through all the different films you've got on there and there's just such a lovely selection it's not just the big ones that appear on those lists as you say so yeah i'd encourage the listeners to go and check it out what's the website uh, so we're on 90minfilmfest.com which is 90minfilmfest.com and you can find us on every podcast directory uh, and if you don't have time to listen to all the episodes just scroll through and, and it actually acts as a film list in its own right because yeah. we have the film title uh, in the episode names so if you know you're bored one evening and you want to want a short film uh, just find our feed and, and scroll through until you see some a film that you maybe recognize the title of <laughs> yeah that's a great tip yeah i will be doing that for sure because i'm very much in the in the 90 minute or less camp so uh thanks sam for coming on and uh, of course you'll be back on another episode in the future recommending another podcast will it be film related we'll have to wait and see Uh, but yeah until then thanks very much for coming on oh thanks adam thanks for having me i'm a big fan of pod bible so it's uh, great to be on Thank you, Sam. All right, let's move on to recommendations now. And we have a return guest. It is one half of the Sum Families podcast. Uh, It's Lottie Jeffs. She was here with her co-host, Stu Oakley, on episode 92. Uh, But for now, Lottie is going to recommend a podcast that she loves. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And I'm joined today by Lottie Jeffs and Stu Oakley from Some Families. Welcome back, Lottie and Stu. Hi, Adam. We're going to do recommendations, of course. I've just made that very clear. And we're going to speak to Lottie first. Stu, if you want to get involved, feel free. If you want to heckle from the background because you don't agree with Lottie's choice, and you can do it. Uh, but Lottie, I want to hear what, what you'd like to recommend to us and our listeners today. Okay, so I imagine... Lots of people will have heard of this. I don't feel like I'm uncovering a kind of hidden gem particularly. But on the off chance you haven't thought to listen to Have You Heard George's podcast? This is my favourite podcast of the moment. It's so multi-layered in terms of the ideas that he expresses, but also the soundscape of the podcast itself. It is Mm -hmm. a mix of kind of poetry drama, music, overheard voices, clips from TV, and it's all kind of collaged together in this amazing way that really stops you in your tracks. And just the way he records it, he's got this sort of beautiful, like, syrupy voice, and he sings sometimes, and he does poetry, and he talks in a kind of half poem, half rap, uh, mm. rhyming couplets often and um, the issues he tackles are 
really wide ranging, but a lot focus on the sort of black British experience and growing up black in London. And he went to Cambridge and sort of talking about the juxtaposition of those worlds. And with his new series, which came out, I think this year, he's creating more of a community of people that he wants to get feedback from. And he's building a network uh, of people and ideas sharing. And I just really respect that he is thinking about his podcast in a way that is so multi-platform and multi-layered and just like he's such an intelligent guy and I've just got so much respect for him amazing yeah it's very unique isn't it and you can tell a lot of work does does go into oh my god Um, so much work must go into that podcast yeah yeah definitely I need to listen to that one I'm going to take that as a recommendation that's my uh that's my takeaway I think you'd like it Stu yeah Perfect. So, uh, Lottie, can you remember how you discovered it? Because the interesting thing, I think, with um, Have You Heard George's podcast is it's one of the first ones, maybe a couple of years ago, a year ago, that sort of seemed to be quite mainstream in terms of the fact that I was seeing it on billboards. And I think it even had t- uh, TV adverts for the for the return of the second series, something that you Did didn't really? really see from podcasts, wow. these little stings. And obviously heavily backed by the BBC now, but, you know, all, all his own work originally, I believe. Did, how, did, how did you find out about it? I think I probably just read a little article in The Guardian Guide or something like that. And mm. I'm normally really bad at taking rec- recommendations. I like to discover things for myself. <laughs> if somebody tells me to listen to something, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just yeah. won't listen to it. Um, <laughs> But with this, I think it was sufficiently um, new for me to feel like I could sort of discover it for myself and then have the kind of kudos of being the person that told other people to listen to it. Um, Yeah. So I think I probably read an article. Yeah. Perfect. And to put you on the spot, are there any particular episodes or subject matters? I know that one in the first series about Grenfell was particularly powerful, but any others that you can remember? The Gren... I think if you... I I almost feel like if you're going to listen to this new, you have to start at the beginning because although it's not necessarily, um, it's not a single narrative that flows through each of the podcasts, I think he does think about his series in a way that you can just drop into it, but I would recommend listening to it almost like chapters in a book. So if you're going to drop into one episode, probably the Grenfell one but the current series is recorded during lockdown so if you want something that feels a bit more kind of of the moment Mm. um the first episode of the new series is is a good one to to start with as well great all right well thank you very much for that recommendation Lottie You cannot go wrong with Have You Heard George's podcast, can you? I like to think that most of our listeners will have heard that by now. But if you haven't, you've had another recommendation. Maybe today's the day to check it out. But before you do that, let's listen to our final recommendation today, which is from another of my favourite podcast hosts. Brilliant guy, a a very intelligent and hilarious man. It's Dane Baptiste from Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. And he is recommending one of his favourite shows. Okay, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And back on the podcast this week, we have uh, Dane Baptiste and Howard Cohen from Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. Uh, But Dane, hello. We're going to talk to you first. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Thanks. I'd love you to recommend a podcast for our listeners, please. Do you have one that you could highlight? It's a tough ask. I do. Other than than my own, I'd say I 
recent podcast I discovered and I loved is the podcast Not a Clue, which features comedian and podcaster Kay Curd and gadget and presenter and host Marcus Bronzy. And the idea of the podcast yes. is basically that um, they are comfortable with their ignorance and uh, definitely do a lot of the research throughout the episodes to find out more about things they don't understand. Which, coming from a question-based podcast like our own, I like the cut of their jib, Adam. <laughs> yeah, uh, makes a lot of sense. And Marcus Bronzy was on your show recently, right? Episode 126. Indeed, yeah. Who asked a very, very uh, existential question about whether or not we have free will, uh, which was a great episode. Um, and I also appeared on his podcast, How to Kill an Hour. So yeah, we're just uh, continuing to um, continue our foray into the podcast world and uh, enlightening people along the way. So they're good friends of my uh, podcast as well. So I recommend if people like what they hear mm. on our podcast that they should definitely check out Haven't Got a Clue as well. Okay. And is, will Kay be on the list of upcoming guests for you guys or is uh, or has he already been on enough missing? He's been he's been a few times. He's actually has due it? for his okay. hat trick appearance and stuff as well. So um Oops. yeah, it could it could happen. I don't want to tease it too early until confirmations are made. Okay. But we all know that Kay Curd is the inaugural um guest and a loved member of the podcast. So he would have had to work very hard not to pick up any of our amazing conversational skills that Howard and I have and allow for those skills to translate onto his own podcast. So there is a reunion coming very soon uh, with Kay and uh, us on They Met These Questions Everything, for sure. Nice. Uh, Howard, are you a listener to that show? I, I, I did listen to it, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty pretty good, actually. I have only listened to one episode, so endorsing it would be incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks very much, Dane, for that recommendation. And uh, yeah, people go and check out Not A Clue. There you go. Thank you very much, Dane, for that recommendation. All right, that is all three of our guests this week. Thank you, Dane. Thank you, Lottie. Thank you, Sam. I should tell you that podbiblemag.com is where you can go if you want to check out our magazine. We've got another one coming out in about a month's time at the start of December. We have done... 17 magazines we're about to do our 18th and that'll be the end of our third year and i must tell you we have got some big exciting news coming up for for next year uh, for 2022 but i'll leave that until the, the next issue is out but keep an eye on at pod bible uh, on social media if you want to get that news quickly um you can also sign up to our weekly newsletter which is uh podbiblemag.com you can sign up there uh and what else do i need to tell you nothing I'm not going to tell you anything else. I'm going to leave you to go and check out the recommended podcast today and uh, go and check out podbiblemag.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Info at podbiblemag.com. I forgot the email address. Uh, thank you to Acast uh, for having us as part of the Creator Network. Thank you, Buddy Peace, for uh, being a legend and for his work on this podcast as well. Thank you to everybody for listening. We'll see you soon. <laughs>